0: Beginning Odd Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to episode 5 of the Odd Dad Out Podcast. A comedy somewhat show about nothing and everything all at once. That's right, whatever ideas, news stories, cereal boxes come to mind... Run with it and have some fun. Thank you for joining me tonight on this crazy ride that is my train of thought. I'm your host, Adam Higgins, and let's get things rolling. On tonight's show, we're talking paranormal TV. Like, you know, those ghost hunters, ghost adventures, we're going to go into your house and we're going to look for ghosts and all those sort of fun shows. I have to start this off with... I believe in ghosts, and I believe in haunted houses, and so that's kind of why we watch these shows. My wife and I are really into this, and we watch these kind of shows all the time. We've got, like, every one of these fucking shows on our Netflix, you know, list and all that, so we watch this shit all the time. We get upset because we're waiting for new episodes to come out on Netflix. That being said, it's really easy to make fun of these fucking shows. Uh, we started watching a new one the other night. Uh, it's called uh, Paranormal Home Inspections. Just the name alone is worth ridicule. Paranormal Home Inspections. Now this just... a whole lot of nice, happy, stupid fucking images come to mind when you hear about this shit. But what the basic premise of the show is they got a house, it's haunted, and they call the Paranormal Home Inspectors and they come out and they basically are a three-part team. They've got A home inspector, like a registered straight up normal home inspector guy comes in and he kind of provides the, oh, this is a logical explanation for everything that you've, that you've, uh, described. And then they've got the psychic come in. And then they've got the regular paranormal investigator, like the, you know, person that goes through trying to listen for ghost voices and take, you know, and record pictures of a voice. So they go in and you know, they'll go in, the investigator will sit down with the family, and they'll talk about, and they'll describe things that have happened. They're like, and, and there's like, and they, you know, get real serious, and they explain their whole thing, and of course, you know, they do the whole reenactment and shit on the show. And It's like, oh, I saw a shadow, and I heard noises outside my window, and it's always cold in this room. And then the home inspector goes in, he's like, oh, I heard tapping on the window. And he goes to the window. There's a fucking tree outside your window. You go in and like, oh, the lights are flickering. You live in an old ass fucking house. You've got bad wiring. I see bad wiring right here. It's like, oh, you, you know. He basically goes through his list and basically debunks every possible fucking thing that they have. He's like, oh, the doors slam on me. And like, your doors don't latch properly. And it's you've got a breeze coming through your house. You know, shit like this. And he goes through this entire list, and he records and documents everything. They're like, here, you know, on video, here is every fucking thing that you've said, and I've explained it all with a perfectly logical thing. Your the house isn't haunted, it's just old and creaky. You know, call an electrician. Um, and then they take this evidence to the people, and they're like, no, I don't think he's right. I No. I think he's, he's just a skeptic. He doesn't believe that there could possibly be ghosts in my house, so I I refuse to accept his logic. The guy said you hear tapping on your window because you have a fucking tree outside your window, and you don't believe that. You're fucking dumb. And again, I believe in hauntings and I believe in this stuff, but you know my brain's gonna say logic first. It's like if I hear scratching and tapping on my window, I'm gonna look for a fucking tree. I'm gonna think, damn, I need to go trim the hedges. I hear scratching and I hear noise in my attic space. I'm gonna think I've got fucking rats. I'm not gonna think there's a ghost crawling in my attic. I'm gonna think there's fucking rats or raccoons or some shit. Like, God damn it, I'm gonna have to call the fucking exterminator. How much is this gonna cost me? You know, that's where my brain goes first, and I'm a believer. These people are just, they they refuse to believe a logical explanation. And then they bring in the fucking psychic. And I understand that it's TV and they kind of have to cheese it up and play it up for the crowd. But dear God, this woman is hokey as all fuck. The home inspector goes through and this is, he's the first guy to go through. And in a particular instance, they were saying they were seeing writing appearing on the walls. And the home inspector goes in and he says, You have paint and glue. From the old wallpaper leaching through your new paint. If you would just put, it, if you had a better primer under that coat, then this wouldn't happen. This is just, uh, paint leaching through your walls. And then they take the psychic in. I see hieroglyphics appearing in this, in the spiritual realm. And there's strong energy here in these hieroglyphics. They're trying to, uh, give us a message, but I don't know what they're trying to say. It's fucking paint you twat <laughs> be a logical human person it's like you don't have to be the spiritual healer fucking psychic person you know and be cheesy you can go in and be a normal person psychic you can say hey there's nothing fucking here let's just paint you can do that it's okay not everything has to be the cheesy psychic bullshit like, and again I believe don't make psychics look bad It's that sort of shit that makes the real psychics that can really see shit and really have, you know, whatever. Even if you are the real deal, don't cheese it up. You look stupid and you make everybody out there look bad. It's that sort of shit that gives real psychics a bad name. It's already tough if you are a psychic or a gifted person of that sort. Like Again, I believe if you are one of those people, it's tough already. To be accepted and to you know have any credibility when you got bitches like that running around, all credibility is gone. Next thing you know, you're Long Island medium and you're cheesy and you're, you're approaching people. Oh, you had a you lost a family member, didn't you? Everybody's lost a family member. Everybody's got dead people to quote Guardians of the Galaxy. But you know, don't be cheesy. It's like the worst thing to see cheesy stupid psychics on there making, just making themselves look dumb. And then they send in the regular paranormal investigator and this blonde chick and she's supposed to be the leader of the group and she goes in there and she does her formal paranormal investigation with uh. Uh, digital recorders and black and uh, uh, night vision cameras and shit like that, and like kind of the standard procedure for a paranormal investigation. And she goes in, and I don't know where the hell she dug her crew up, but she's got a bunch of chicken shit ass bitches with her. Like I, we watched like three or four episodes the other night, and it seems like every time somebody was fucking crying. Or like, somebody was freaked out and had a moment and was crying and, and convulsing and couldn't go on. And like, I just need to get out of here. I'm too scared. This is so terrifying. I can't believe it. I have to. Calm the fuck down. You're supposed to be a professional paranormal investigator and you can't handle a fucking shadow in your damn room. Calm your shit. You're making yourself look bad. Yeah. And it, and and then they go and they take all the evidence to the people, and they go, "Oh, here's the building inspector's report saying you've got faulty wiring and you need to replace, you need to fix your plumbing." And then they go with the psychic's report that says you're having energy vortexes in your attic, and that's where all the noise is from. Well, and then, oh, that that disgusting smell in your kitchen is the decay of death from the past building, the building's, you know, past, when the building inspector said your sewer line is backing up and it's raw sewage, you really should have that checked out, you're going to get sick. Um, and then the the investigators come in and they show the footage of them all having a fucking meltdown, and then the people have to decide if they're comfortable staying in the house knowing that it's haunted. And they have all these confirmed hauntings. There was no confirmed haunting. You had no solid evidence. I've seen the solid evidence type shit of hauntings on these shows before. Some of these shows have good evidence that you're like, oh shit, that's, you know, where you legitimately, you know, get some scares out of it. That ain't it. I have yet to have any sort of a spooky anything happen on this show. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, how the hell are you making a paranormal show like this and everybody on the show just seems to discredit the show. you know you film it in Canada. that's how you do it. Um, but you know, I and I look at them and it's like man those are some shitty paranormal investigators. like they, couldn't they at least be you know like the ghost adventures guys? Those guys we like you know those guys are cool. And, and they're cool and like they act like rock stars going into the fucking you know paranormal investigation shit like these are a bunch of dudes who spend a lot of time in the gym they got their fucking you know I'm a bro muscles and tight shirts and, and slick haircuts and all this shit going in acting all big and badass and I remember my wife always tells me about her first time watching this show and watching the Ghost Adventures and it must have been like season one and they're you know these guys lock themselves in a in a supposedly haunted house, or hospital, or prison, or whatever the case may be. Dracula's castle, whatever the fuck. And they go in, but apparently there was an occasion early on the show, like season one, first couple episodes, where they're locked in this building, and they're doing their thing, and something scared them so bad, they jump out of a second story window because all the doors are locked. This is the shit that, you know, this why my wife watches this shit. Like but it's hilarious watching these guys like i i like the way they handle their investigations because they go into the we're going to use every bit of technology we can come up with we we've got digital recorders we've got white noise uh machines that filter through all this shit we've got like they got a million and one pieces of technology that are all designed to test theories about paranormal and ghosts and things like that it's like, and they go in and they just try everything they can possibly think of. And like, hey, we've got a friend who makes this stuff and tests these theories. We're gonna test this device. Oh, we're gonna test this device. We're gonna try this device. Like, we're gonna go in with a full spectrum video camera. We're gonna go in with night vision. We're gonna go in with thermal. We're gonna make a fucking camera system out of an Xbox Connect uh, thing and track any motion in the room. And we're gonna be shooting into a blank room, and if anything walks into that thing, it should project on the Xbox screen. They do shit like that. I'm like, man, these guys really cover their asses, and you see everything from their perspective, where a lot of the other shows they're shooting their own faces, and you're getting reaction shots. They're like they're shooting out, and occasionally they go in and they remind you, hey, let's turn off the. Our night vision and show you what we can see. Like all we see is what's inside a little screen on our camera. We can't see jack shit in here. What's other other than what's on our little, you know, camera monitor screen? Um, but uh, yeah, even even though I respect these guys for their approach to the paranormal investigation TV show thing that they do, you still got to laugh at a bunch of bros <laughs> that walk into a haunted house, and start talking shit to the ghost. They go in, and they find, I mean, they do the research, and they go find the backstory, and they find out that, oh, yeah, like, this was a whorehouse, and there was a guy that was notorious for beating up the prostitutes, and was known for murdering a bunch of them, and shit like that, like, oh, he ran the whorehouse, and he was a terrible person, and he was a terrible, you know, they got all the backstory, and then they start talking shit. And then they start going in and like, hey, so you like beating up on women? Like, How about you beat up on me? How about you take a shot at me? And the next thing you know, shit starts going down. Next thing you know, like a brick flies across the fucking room. Shit like that, you know. You know they start getting tripped up. You're like, You see shit happen on that show. And the, and, you, and the whole, like, hey, they're looking at all this in night vision. And then they go back and you see the shit later that's the craziest shit is like and, you know and they've got the commentary running about the hey we didn't see this at the time when we went back and recorded or and replayed it we found this and we found that and we debunked this this isn't dust we saw this like we're seeing light balls we're hearing voices we saw shadows we saw them and point shit out and say hey nope we found out this was just a car passing by the window shit like that they tell you when it wasn't what they thought it was and they tell you when hey we have no fucking clue what this was but, again, they're still going in talking shit to ghosts. Like, really? What, you know, I realize the point is to elicit a response and like, oh, yeah, we're going to go in and try and elicit a response from whatever entity could possibly be here. But, do you really think talking shit to a dead guy is the best approach? Because, you know, if, you know, if your theory is right that it could possibly get a response, he doesn't exactly have anything to lose now, does he? If he shoves you out that window, what's gonna happen? What are you gonna do to the dead guy? You know, if the dead guy can do something to you, he's gonna win. <laughs> just gotta go with that. Just, just saying. You're gonna lose the fight against the already dead guy. If he's in the fight and he's already dead, you're fucked. you know, but, you know, there's, it's better than the, the ghost hunters, guys, I didn't watch this show, my wife watched this show, her and her dad especially, they would watch all those old paranormal shows, that's why I watch them now, because my wife still loves them, but these guys, those are the guys that were like, they were plumbers, and then they got into paranormal investigation, I actually heard a story that, And you'd see on the show that, like, everything you see from them was reaction shots. All their cameras shot their own faces. You didn't see shit. And, like, how did you have so damn many seasons of not seeing shit? But they did. And, like, you know, maybe they had stuff go on. But apparently, the show itself was essentially all recreations. That everything that was shown on the show itself was they would go in they do their investigation and apparently then everything that would air was actually recreations of the investigation or just straight forgeries which was interesting because these were the few guys that would go in and they'd go in to do an investigation into a house or something like oh we have a haunted hotel and they would go in and call bullshit they'd sit there and debunk an entire place like your place isn't haunted I know there was one episode I saw of it where basically the entire haunting was staged that it was like some hotel and they staged a bunch of effects and had like laser tripwires and like mirrors and effects and different shit to make it look like the house was haunted Uh, and they basically invited the ghost hunters out there to investigate the house to give their haunting credibility which is kind of bullshit when you call the guys that are gonna call bullshit on you on national TV, but they actually aired it, and this was part of the episode as us calling bullshit on, hey, these guys faked the entire thing. It's a bunch of shit. It's like if you did have a good, if you did have a real haunting, you you lost all credibility. Hmm. Excuse me. Um, you know, which brings me to what I think is the worst example of a paranormal investigation TV show and my wife loves this and I'm like oh my god please baby just change the fucking channel and this is after paranormal home investigators or home inspections whatever um, dead files anybody who's ever seen this fucking show oh my god this is the dumbest idea for a paranormal like ghost TV show ever. You basically have a psychic and a cop, or like a retired cop. He's like, apparently, this guy was like a retired New York City detective, and the psychic chick, and she goes through, and she's got her partner who's like a sketch artist. So she describes shit to him, he sketches it, and yada yada yada. So basically, they go into a house or a building or whatever the, the haunted location they go onto the site and he goes in and he does the investigation as like a full police investigation he goes into the backstory the history of the building people that were involved and he approaches the entire thing like a criminal investigation with the idea that hey there could be a lingering ghost or whatever something could have happened here there could have been a murder in this house and he investigates all that sort of shit and he takes that to the owner meanwhile the psychic chick goes in she does her little psychic investigation and walks the house and does her crazy shit. And they do, all, they shoot all this shit in night vision and with, you know, really dramatic lighting. And her makeup looks terrible. And she looks really fat on, on the night vision. I'm just gonna say that. She kind of looks like Monica Lewinsky. Anyway, not to say anything wrong about Monica Lewinsky. Sorry, Monica. Um, but she kind of looks like a Monica Lewinsky and she but she goes through and again hokey psychic like even if she was a good psychic even if she like she just cheeses the shit out of everything she exaggerates everything and acts up and is so oh my god and and just the way she approaches everything and everything that she says makes me think quack (laughs) <laughs> it's like, come on, you you you're supposed to be on TV. You're supposed to be adding credibility to being a psychic. You got a tough job, you know, being a credible psychic, air quotes credible psychic. And you're gonna go in and and act like the biggest fucking quack psychic out there since Long Island Medium. Sorry, I'm throwing that shit under the bus. That chick is a quack too. But you know and and then she has her fucking partner sketch artist guy and she's describing shit and he's sitting there jotting it down and and drawing sketches of what you know she's describing and the biggest thing that makes me think quack for this chick is one particular episode because they go in and when they do it they like strip any pictures and shit off the walls so there's no identifying you know there's no pictures of the occupants or the homeowners or family or anything like that for her to have reference to to describe shit. Like, okay, yeah, fine. Huh. But one special episode, because, you know, they always do these special episodes with famous houses. They go to the Lizzie Borden house. And you're going to tell me, being like, you know, middle aged person, she's going to be like in her late 30s to early 40s. She's older than me, that she's gonna go into a place and not know that it's the fucking Lizzie Borden house. You're gonna go into this house and like they shouldn't have to dress down the house to remove any It was like it's a fucking museum. The damn house is a fucking museum, and you're gonna tell me you don't know that the building you're walking into is a historical landmark that it's one of the most. Famous child murders in history and that you don't know the house? I saw the fucking Lizzie Borden house in. History books when I was a kid. Everybody knows this fucking story. Everybody know like you may not know the house, know the house. Like you, it's not like the Amityville house where it's like you. Everybody knows that fucking house is shaped like and the windows and the way that all fucking frames. But if you saw a picture of the fucking Lizzie Borden house, you know it's the fucking Lizzie Borden house. You just know. And they go in there pretending like they don't fucking know. It's like you're it's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit because. You are, you can't, you have to know. You just have to know. I, yeah. You're, you're, you're a paranormal investigator. You are a professional, psychic, paranormal investigator, and you don't know what the fucking Lizzie Borden house looks like. Bullshit. I call shenanigans and bullshit and any other type of word that discredits her and her show because, Bullshit. Because shit like that is what takes credibility away from the real psychics. And this is terrible. And it sounds cheesy as shit that I'm sitting here talking about restoring credibility to real psychics. But this is what it's come down to. I have to sit there and preach for the psychics. You realize how weird that fucking makes me sound? Then again, I don't call this the everyday normal dad guy podcast. This is the odd dad I'm fucking weird. What can I say? But I have to go out and preach for the fucking psychics. That's what I have to do. Somebody's got to preach for the psychics because, you know, the psychics aren't going to do it. They're going to go on HGTV and tell you that you've, you know, that your plumbing is a a fucking swamp monster. So, you know, they've got to go earn their wages by, you know, telling you that the paint seeping through your wall is hieroglyphics. Have some damn. Self respect. You know, like Miss Cleo had more self respect than you're showing right now, goddammit. Uh, but, you know, to each their own, I guess. Some, you know, some psychics go out there and say, fuck, I don't want to go into this building because it's creepy. Others say, hey, I bet I could get a great TV deal if I go and cheese it up a bit. You know, it's like anytime, and, and you'll see some of these shows and they'll go in and we've seen ghost adventures and ghost hunters and everybody will come in and they'll talk oh we're going to do a seance we need to call a psychic and they'll call in the psychic or they'll call in the witch like they'll call in somebody and they'll call in like this paranormal spiritual expert Like, and you'll get the witch that comes in and you'll get the big you know Wiccan high priestess comes in in all their big robes and headdresses and crazy bullshit and just cheese up the whole fucking thing I hate to see that shit. There's nothing worse than watching a hokey witch. Like, there are perfectly normal witches out there who walk around in t-shirts and jeans and you wouldn't fucking know. And they go out there and they they do that sort of shit too. And they can go out there and they can bless your house or they can, you know, curse your house or remove a curse and they can do all this same shit without looking like a fucking cheese monster. They can go out there without looking like they, you know, stole a bunch of robes from the church at Christmas time. Yeah. Who needs the big gold and purple and fucking robes and the makeup and all these? like You don't need all of the pomp and, and bullshit. There's a reason you're a witch. You left that shit in the Catholic church. You don't need all the crazy. You don't need to look bad. It makes you look bad. It It takes your credibility away when you act all hokey. You know, go dance in the woods and naked at night around the bonfire. Go ahead, fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm totally down for that. Don't do the hokey shit on national TV. It takes your credibility away. You sound weird. People don't respect you anymore for that shit. You know... It's just, it's, it's just the way it is. People, people respect people that obviously have self-respect. And some of these people on these shows don't show a lot of self-respect, and it's kind of sad. Um, but, you know, that's just the way, and I understand, yeah, they gotta make a living. And in their case, it seems like the best way they have to make a living is probably kind of whoring themselves out to the TV land and reality TV, and reality TV makes whores out of everybody that ever sets a foot in front of those cameras. But I mean, have some self-respect. That's all I can ask. That is all I I, I ask of anybody in the the media and broadcast world, and TV land, and radio, and freaking internet, and everything. Have some self-respect. There's too many people out there with no fucking self-respect you know you know you you can make the argument for the Kardashians because they personally they respect themselves a lot the entire rest of the world they're fucking stupid but in their delusional minds they have tons of self-respect they respect themselves a lot because they've got a lot of you know people telling how fabulous they are but you know that's the world that's TV and ratings and uh... All that crazy shit. It reminds me of I saw a thing on Facebook. It was a little picture. It said music was a lot better when they let ugly people make it. It's like this is the world we live in. It's like now it's all about being pretty and putting on the crazy cheesy fucking show for the cameras and all that sort of shit. But you know that's why I do an audio show. Just saying. Well, wow, I can't believe this last half hour has flown by. It looks like that is all the time we have this week on the Odd Dad Out podcast. I would like to thank you again for joining me on this train ride through my thoughts. And remember, you can always follow along with the Odd Dad Out blog on odddadout.wordpress.com. And don't forget to like and follow the Odd Dad Out on Facebook, Twitter. I'm on Google Plus now. And once again, this is... Been adam higgins your odd dad out thank you and good night